Yo, what's happening? It's your boy, I be the guy. Hey, and I'm Bella. And we are Black Fit Love, creators of the Effortless Weight Loss University, number one in sustainable weight loss, and the host of Fat Lives Matter. Fat Lives Matter is a weekly podcast for busy professionals who want to know how to lose weight without dieting or countless hours in the gym. If you are doing all the things but get little to no results, we are talking to you. The fitness industry has been lying to you. And we'll show you the easiest way to lose at least 30 pounds and keep it off forever without giving up the foods you love or stepping foot in the gym. Less time, more results. Let's get into it. The lie. I gained a lot of weight during pregnancy and I just can't get it off. If I didn't have kids, I'd be so much smaller. Yeah, that's baby weight. The truth. Hit it. All right, so check this out. This is the fat stat of the day. The average size of a newborn baby is seven pounds. Let that sizzle in your spirit. All right. The average size of a newborn baby is only seven pounds. So as we have this conversation about my baby made me gain weight or I'm fat because of my kids, the math ain't mathing, right? Because if you have a newborn that's seven pounds, I'll even take myself for an example because I was considered at that time, I'm 37, but at the time of my birth, I was eight pounds, six ounces. Right. And people say that that's on the bigger side. Cholilo. Cholilo. Yep. So my uh, my nickname is Cholilo in Af- African, which correlates to chubby, so to speak. Because I was a little chubby baby. But nonetheless, eight pounds, six ounces. So if I was eight pounds, six ounces and that's considered a big baby, you're talking about just eight pounds. Right. You can get that off in your sleep. With that being said, did your kids really make you fat? Like, is it really your kids or is it you? Was you eating for two or you was eating for you? Which one? Yeah, I definitely think that from a deeper standpoint and me being a woman who's had a kid and wants more, it's a point in your life where you're like, I can use my pregnancy to fulfill the needs that I didn't say I needed because people will use the baby as currency to respect me. So oftentimes when we feel like we want more time to be alone, we want more rest, we want to eat more, the things that we don't allow ourselves to do on our own, when we're pregnant, it becomes something that is allowed now because we use the baby as currency for whatever we want to have. So often I hear, and I hear it from our grandmothers and our aunts and stuff, you're eating for two. So you got to eat now because you're growing a baby. And so you like really think about that mentally and you are like, I can allow myself more. I can allow myself more. And it's not for me. It's for my baby. But here's how we know that that's not true. If it's for your baby, what kind of foods would you eat? Well, if it's for your baby, would you be eating fruits and vegetables? Would you be drinking fresh pressed juices or would you be doing pizza, nachos, chips, burgers, fries, wings, ice cream, ice cream, you know, so your baby don't need ice cream. 
There's no part of nutrition in the ice cream. And I also heard this is not a not all the way into like a fact, but I have heard some OBGYNs and some nurses and, and people that are helping, you know, a young lady with their pregnancy suggest to eat fat in order to make sure the baby's healthy because the baby needs fat. Now, here's the thing about that, though. There's some truth to that. What is considered a fat, though? See, that's, that's what we got to understand. So, like, all foods in this natural, God-given state are healthy for us because all foods are broken down into macronutrients. That's what nutrients are, right? We get our nutrients from foods. So, essentially, foods made in their most natural, God-given state, they're healthy for us to, to consume, so when you break down macronutrients, they're broken down into three fats, proteins, and carbohydrates. And we demonize them, right? So we'll demonize carbohydrates. Oh, carbs are bad for me. We'll demonize fats because of the correlation between the terminology fats and fat. But ultimately, you do need fats, right? Fats are the, as a macronutrient, right? When you talk about fats from avocado, a fruit. Right. When you talk about fats from walnuts, you know what I'm saying? When you talk about fats from omega threes, from avocado oil and grapeseed oil, those are fats and they're necessary. They're necessary for you and they're necessary for your child. As a matter of fact, when you're breastfeeding, the fat from your milk, your milk, not a cow's milk. That's why it's so essential to breastfeed because the fats and the nutrients from your milk is what the baby needs to grow. It's essential for the baby for development. You get what I'm saying? So it's not that fats are bad and they're appropriate. It's just just like Bella mentioned, what kind of foods are you eating? Is it fat from ice cream? Now that's not the fat that you need. Or again, is it fats from fruits and you know uh, those healthy omega-3s, right? Is it carbohydrates from fruits or is it artificial sugars from candy? Or Doritos. <laughs> or Doritos, exactly. So yeah, it's it's important to make a differentiation between the two, um, and don't just think, oh, when I hear, because that's how they get you too, uh, fat free. They say fat free on the on the bag, and we're thinking we're doing something good when essentially it's not the fat that's the problem. Ultimately, we talked about this on the last episode. At the end of the day, we're eating too much, and that's how we bring it back full circle to how you got big with your baby. Like ultimately, you're just you're eating too much. Here's what they say about pregnancy, right? And food. Most people are eating for two. Meanwhile, a seven pound baby, I mean, before you got pregnant, what, let's say you're 160 pounds, like seven into 160 pounds, that's not a whole nother person. Again, that doesn't make sense. So you're not supposed to be eating for two. Eating for two would be if you're 160, you're eating for another 160 pound person or 170 pound, 180 pound person. That's not the case. You're not supposed to be eating for two, nor are you supposed to be doubling the amount that you're already eating. The recommendation is 300 to 500 extra calories. But catch this, though. That recommendation, in most cases, is only in reference to those women that are in their third trimester. So you're actually not even supposed to be increasing your calories until you get out of the second trimester. But in most cases, as soon as people, as soon as women find out they're pregnant, they already up green like time to eat. Here's the plus sign. <laughs> All right, time to eat. 
You know what I'm saying? They barely even showing. And it's like, I'm eating for my baby. And it's like, your baby is still an egg. <laughs> right? It's this big. Right. So how much food does it does it egg need? You get what I'm saying? And here's why that can be dangerous. Because when you are getting bigger, you also increase the risk of the pregnancy issues of you actually having problems at birth. Where now you have to be laying in bed for the last trimester and you can't get up. Because now you have high blood pressure or you have diabetes now from just being overly big, which complicates your birth. And so you're actually putting the pressure and the tension on your baby all in the name of just trying to satisfy what you would deny yourself earlier when you didn't have the baby. What this does also is makes it harder for you to lose weight. Let me tell you how. So your fat cells are basically just storage units. If you need more storage units, you'll make more, which what we call as adipose hyperplasia. hyperplasia. So you'll make more. But then when you want to lose weight, you still have those empty storage bins available. And so as you're losing weight, your body's still asking you to fill up those storage units. And even if you come down in number on the scale, you still have those storage units. So what happens is they're readily available. And they'll fill up faster. So where you used to feel like you lost weight and you could like keep it off, say you just kind of were falling off for a month or just weren't focused again on your goals, you can gain all of that back quicker than you did before. And so if at all, if you can prevent yourself from getting to a point of no return, right? Getting up so much like, you know, 250, 300, those fat cells are going to be with you. Forever. When you hyperplasia, basic example, let's just for basic math, let's say cells. So let's say you have five fat cells. The moment you multiply those things up to 10, whether you fill them with fat or not, you're going to always have 10. A real life example would be if you're a 300 pound person and you have successful weight loss and you get down to 150, you're 150 in real time, which is great. But what you would now have to be careful about is that you now have the forever potential to get back to 300. You will always have that potential forever because you already took it there. So now, now that's why it may seem like it's harder to keep weight off sometimes because your body is trying to get back to what it remembers, which is I have these other fat cells and you ain't putting nothing in them. I need you to fill these things up. You get what I'm saying? So uh, what I like to tell people is this, the number one tactic, right, for real, for real against weight loss is to never gain the weight in the first place. I'll say that again. The number one tactic for weight loss is to never gain the weight in the first place. Now, again, that doesn't mean that you won't have fluctuations in weight. All right. You're 160, you're 140, you're 150, you're 170, and you go up plus or minus. Right. Plus or minus five, plus or minus 10. I'm 160. Okay. I went on vacation. You know, I had a, I had a season of three months of eating whatever. However, I gained 10 pounds. Cool. Right. But the problem is when you're going from 160 and you jump into 190 and you've never been there, the moment you take it to 190, you've just made that your potential forever. The moment you break 200 pounds, you just made 200 pounds your potential forever. The moment you get up to 250 pounds, you just made that your potential forever. So prevention 
is the best resistance against weight gain is to never gain it in the first place. Yeah. So wherever you are now, don't go anymore. So that's the idea. It's like where you are now, you know, make sure that becomes the farthest that you could possibly go. And lastly on that, because we're talking about my kids made me fat, quote unquote, because women go into pregnancy with this unhealthy mindset of like, I'm eating for two. I need to eat more. I need to double my calories. That is the time frame in which many women gain a lot of weight that they've never gained before. So the science still stands. If you go into a pregnancy at 150 and you ain't never been 200 pounds and you allow yourself to gain 60 pounds during that pregnancy, the law of thermodynamics doesn't take into consideration that you were pregnant. That's why you got that big. So the same law of hyperplasia is still playing a role. So you want to refrain from using that time, that year of pregnancy as an excuse to get up and weight as high as you can, because when that pregnancy is over, you would have maintained that potential, that fat potential. All right. So if, for example, your kids are five years out of the womb, 17 years out of the womb, 28 years out of the womb, it was not your children. You've had plenty of times for you to find out what habits that you are continuing to be as big as you are. So really, let's go into the solution. Let's fix it now. The solution. Check this out. The first thing is going to be accountability. Bella mentioned being accountable in a situation to where it really don't got nothing to do with your kids. Yeah, you, you look at the science. Again, the science says seven pounds. When you're having a newborn, you want to take that into account that you're not going to gain as much weight as possible during that state. But outside of that, like she mentioned, if your kids are 10, 15, 20, you got to be accountable for that. Like your kids didn't do that. At this point, you've been in a position to where you can change it. So the first thing is being accountable for it. Like I'm in this position that I am right now because of me, not because of my kids. And as long as you give yourself permission to say that, then you can't fix it because it will always and forever be somebody else's fault and not yours. And you will feel powerless to be able to find a solution for it. So that's number one is accountability. Number two is we really want you guys to know that this thing can be really easy. Remember, this is easy and sustainable weight loss. What can you do? If you have a habit of eating for two or you have a habit of, of still eating in, in high volumes um, just because that's what you started with, right, when you were pregnant and it kind of stuck with you. We have three ways. Ivy, you want to hit them with the rhyme? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we call this the GPP, the gluttony proof principles, right? These are proven principles to help you eat less because law of thermodynamics says you're eating too goddamn much. All right. So three GPP are one, the size you choose is the size you choose. Uh, number two, half it, right? Cut everything in half, right? Starting today. That's the easiest way to lose weight. Like if you want to lose weight today, if you want to lose weight right now, any meal that you eat at any time of the day, cut it in half, right? And lastly, practice your portions. At least look. All right. So start off with, again, we talked about awareness. Start off with awareness. There's no reason why you should be eating 
an entire bag of chips that is really 10 servings. How many people understand that? Like you'll get a, ba- a box of Oreos and you'll eat the entire Oreos thinking that it came in one box. So it's one serving. Nah, that one box has several servings in it. So practice your portions. All right. We're going to close this thing out with a few rhymes that I got to help you guys to remember that. So starting with practice your portion. One to two servings is a go. Unless you a man, three is a no. Four and up, you gain a weight for sure. All right. So practice your portions. Two, half it. Half the plate to lose the weight. Three quarters to maintain it. Eat the whole plate if you want to. And the weight, you definitely going to gain it. And last but not least, intentionally downsize or choosing the correct size. And especially if you're going out to eat, the size you choose is the size you choose. If you eat big, you're going to be big. If you eat small, you're going to be small. So look, if, you, if you're trying to lose weight, stop getting the large. No extra larges, no larges, medium or lower, and you're good to go. All right, so there it is, another episode of Fat Lies. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Hopefully you was able to make a breakthrough. That's why we are here. Again, we, we don't focus on just the problem. We are solutionary, so we love to give you a solution. So hopefully the solutions that we've given you today can serve you. And what we urge you to do, three eyes of action. Take immediate, intentional, and imperfect action today. It's your boy, I be the guy. And it's better. We got it. Peace. Thank you for listening to Fat Lives Matter. For more tips on easy weight loss, follow us at I Be the God, at Bella Yamaya, and as a family at Blackfit Love on IG. And text Lose Weight Now to 678 506 7543 to download our free weight loss action guide and visit losingweightwithease.com to get our weight loss case study. Peace.